Hello, America. It is Eric Erickson nationwide. The phone number 877-973-7425. Now listen to me. Uh, You listen to this program sometimes and you hear promos for my action center. You want to be part of the army of activists. Well, around the country... Democrats are suddenly squeamish. In fact, a a couple of friends of mine told me here in Georgia, one of them called Raphael Warnock's office claiming to be supportive of it and was told absolutely he supported it. Uh, And then two others called and said they were very upset and wanted to know where he stood on the issue. And they said he had not taken a position, which tells you everything you need to know. So for those of you who've wondered, what does it mean to be in this army of activists? Well, it means I don't send you a bunch of spam, but on occasion, an action alert. And congressional Democrats, they're riding a little high right now. And they don't think anyone's going to be upset by this. And so I want you to participate in the army of activists right now. I'm going to send you a word and a number. And you'll text the word to the number and you'll get a link back. That link will first generate an email to your congressman and your two senators. And if you go through it, the very next step will be, I'm going to connect you to your member of Congress. You will enter your phone number, push a button, and I will call you. You will hear the phone ring. Your cell phone will ring or your landline, whichever phone you want to direct it to. And... I will connect you to your member of Congress and you can call them and tell them you're furious. If you read through, if you do it on your cell phone, I'll make it easy for you. I'll give you some points to talk to them about and tell them why you oppose this. Here's what you must understand. Democratic members of Congress are hearing from progressives in their bubble. So don't say, well, my congressman or congresswoman is Democratic. They won't care. No, 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 no. They've been surrounded with an amen chorus telling them to do this. They haven't heard from the actual constituents who are furious. Why should the electrician who's 50 years old and makes $75,000 a year pay off the student loan of the 30-year-old lawyer who makes $100,000 a year? They are furious. So get ready. If you have your cell phone or a text messaging app, I want you to text the word FIGHT, F-I-G-H-T. Text the word FIGHT to this number, 52886. Text the word FIGHT to 52886. What's going to happen is you will be pushed into the activist portal and you will be given presented with a form You put in your email address, your name, your email address, your phone number, your address. You got to put in your address and your phone number so that I can connect you to the right member of Congress. Because it doesn't matter if if you're in Florida and you decide, well, I want to call the senator from California. Senator from California doesn't care. Senator from California doesn't care at all about you because you're from Florida. But I can put you on the phone with your congressman or congresswoman in Florida. And then you stay on the line and it'll connect you to your senators. 
Now, in Florida, you got two Republican senators, Rick Scott and Marco Rubius. It doesn't really matter. They're opposed anyway. But you may have a Democratic member of Congress. Or if you're in Georgia, connect you to your local congressman and then to Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff, two Democrats who support this, who think that you support it too. But you don't. So if you text the word FIGHT to 52886, wherever you are in the nation at this moment, text the word FIGHT to 52886, and you'll get a link on your phone. You click that link, and you go to My Action Center. You put in your information. It first will email your members of Congress. Say you are a constituent, you vote, and you are furious about the student debt transfer to taxpayers. And then once you do that, you'll get a screen that has some talking points. You scroll down to the bottom and it'll ask, can I call you? You click that button and I will call you. You will hear my voice and I will tell you I'm going to connect you to your members of Congress. Make sure, be polite, make sure they know you're furious about this because the Democrats in Congress, they haven't heard from constituents about this. You need them to hear from you. Text the word FIGHT to 52886. I am the only national radio show host who will do something like this. I pay for this action center out of my pocket. Those of you who subscribe to my Substack help defray the cost. If you text the word FIGHT to 52886, you'll see how I can help you be an activist and fight stuff like this. Those Democrats in Congress think that every American will agree because Data for Progress is a Democratic pollster. And Data for Progress has prepared, carefully curated a poll for Democrats that shows them the American people think this is a great idea. Now, Data for Progress does this. They present to Democrats whatever their idea is. They're the pollster the Democrats bring behind closed doors. And they always present a presentation showing the Democrats that their solution polls well. They never actually show the Democrats. Actually, Americans are concerned with what you want to do. It's always that they show them. So the Democrats have seen this polling from Data for Progress that says this is a great idea. You should do it. The American people support it. All it is is propaganda. The $75,000 a year non-college educated worker in this country is furious that he's now going to have to bail out the law, the lawyer with the law school loan who's making $100,000 a year. It is an immoral policy. On social media, so if you follow me on Instagram at E.W. Erickson or you can do Twitter and Facebook at E.W. Erickson, Yesterday, I put up a clip where I said it was immoral to do this policy. And a number of people came back and said, it's not immoral. You may not like the policy, but it's not immoral. No, no, this is an immoral policy. I want you to understand why this policy is immoral. 65% of Americans have never gone to college Another 20% of Americans have paid off their student loans having gone to college. That's 85% of Americans will benefit this small pool of people. 
Of the pool of people that this policy will benefit, 60% of them, according to the Wharton School of Business, make over $75,000 a year. In fact, of the people who make over $75,000 a year, the majority of them make over $90,000 a year. So what this policy does is it asks the 50-year-old who makes $75,000 a year, who is at the maximum end of his earnings, to pay the student loans of the new lawyer fresh out of law school working at the big firm who's making $100,000 a year. You're asking the non-college educated. You're asking the janitor who gets paid well at the hospital who pays taxes to pay for the lawyer and the business grad college loans and graduate school loans. In fact, half of the people who will benefit from this have debt from graduate school, not from undergraduate school. So you're paying people who have the most potential future earnings, you're paying their loans. That's why this is immoral. You're asking the poor to cover the debts of the rich. You're asking the poor to cover the debts of those who have high potential future earnings. You're asking the people who are at the maximum ability of their earnings to cover the cost of those who are not. Psalm 37, 21, you know, progressives are quoting scripture and saying, you pray all the time, forgive us our debts that we may forgive the debts of others. That's a spiritual issue here. Christians are not supposed to offload their private charity to the government. It's also a spiritual debt. It's a spiritual debt we're talking about, and Christ paid that debt. To use Scripture to justify this, to justify the $75,000 a year plumber paying off the $100,000 a year lawyer's loans is immoral. Psalm 37, 21, the wicked borrows but does not pay back. The righteous is generous and gives for those blessed by the Lord shall inherit the land, but those cursed by him shall be cut off. The righteous is generous and gives. This isn't giving. This is the government compelling you against your will to pay off the debts of those who don't pay off their debts. It is an immoral policy. I'm sorry if you don't get that, but that's the reality. And frankly, the progressive theologians who tell us that because Christians should be forgiving, this means we should go along with this. These are the fools the Bible warns us of, and I would remind them hell is real and they will burn if they don't repent. Now, text the word fight to 52886. Over 2,000 people have already done so in the last few minutes. Text the word fight to 52886. When we come back, I've actually got to get into the media reaction on this because surprisingly, the media has come out against this. The Washington Post editorial board has come out against this. You would expect the Wall Street Journal editorial board to come out against this, and they have. What's more telling is that in the swing states, swing state Democrats are furious about this. Again, Raphael Warnock and Stacey Abrams back in April drafted a joint memo to Joe Biden saying uh, they need a student loan forgiveness program in order to win in Georgia. Back in April or May, they drafted a joint memo to the Obama or to the Biden administration saying you need to do this. 
And now, if you call and say you're opposed to this, Raphael Warnock's office says he hasn't taken a position on it. If you call and say you support it, he affirms he supports it. He can't be honest with you because it turns out, despite what Data for Progress told these Democrats, the American people are furious about this. They're furious. Not only are they furious, but Barack Obama's economics advisors come out and said this is going to contribute to inflation. Barack Obama's own economic advisor has come out and said this was a bridge too far even for Obama because it will cause us economic problems. Not only will it cause us economic problems, it will cause the Federal Reserve to have to raise more interest rates. And by the way, uh, you know that board that defines recessions, that doesn't want you to know that a, a two quarters of negative growth means we're in a recession, that they, they now come up with some nebulous thing. Actually, today they're saying we are in a technical recession. They revised our growth for the last quarter. And it's still negative after the revision. So we're in a technical recession, even if the Biden administration doesn't want to say it. And now they want to cause an inflationary event that wipes out all of the Inflation Reduction Act's inflation reduction measures. They're going to increase it on your backs. You, if you worked hard and you did the right thing or you didn't go to college at all, so you don't have that student loan debt, but you got other debts, you will now be paying the debts of the person who makes $124,999. You'll be paying $10,000 of that person's debt. Now, the left says you're not, but you are, and I'll explain how you are when we come back. Right now, I want you to text the word FIGHT to 52886. Be sure not to just do the email process, but actually call. Call, go back to the screen. If, if, if you, you need to, go back to the screen. You need to call your members of Congress. You need to melt down their phone lines. You need to be polite but forceful that this is a terrible idea. It's going to cause inflation. It's irresponsible and it's immoral. You should not have to pay off the college loans of people making more than you. Everybody asked me about bowl and branch sheets. I actually put up a picture the other day. We got some in our house because we order from them. We actually are customers. They're like, oh my gosh, are they really that good? Yes, they get softer every single time you wash them. I mean, they use 100% organic cotton threads. They're super soft. You get such a good sleep. They have just the great weight to them. Like I had a pair of sheets we actually threw away when we replaced them with Bowling Branch where is they were just like too light and also not very soft. The Bowling Branch, they're perfect. The drape across your body when you sleep, absolutely perfect. Bowling Branch uses the highest quality threads on earth for superior softness, for a better night's sleep. They've got over 10,000 stellar reviews. Their signature sheets come in nine neutral colors in all sizes from twin to California key. You will feel the difference, and they're 100% free from toxins, no pesticides, no formaldehyde, no harsh chemicals. Get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use promo code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, at BolandBranch.com. That's BolandBranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, Branch.com. The promo code is ERIC, E-R-I-C-K. Hi there. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425 if you want to be on the program. Uh, thank you very much uh, for being here with me. And for those of you who are in the Action Center right now, calling your member of Congress, uh, looks like we're on the verge of 7,000 messages being sent. Now, listen, 
those of you in Ohio, I know a lot of you are listening right now. You need to make sure you're pinging your members in Ohio, particularly if you live in Tim Ryan's district. Text the word FIGHT to 52886. Those of you down in the Orlando area listening on WDBO right now, um, you need to you need to step up. Those of you in Georgia, across the state of Georgia, are doing great, which is great because you've got Warnock and Ossoff and they need to hear from you. But in these other places, what I'm saying is you need to step up the game. All you have to do is very easy. You just pull out your cell phone, your text messaging app, and to the number 52886, you just text one word, fight. And you will be able to send an email. And then you will be able to actually call. I will call your cell phone number. You will hear my glorious voice. And I'll connect you to the right member of Congress. You want to make it happen. Now, um, I want to actually spend a few moments on the reaction to this. Before I do, let me just give you some of the raw audio that's out there on TV this morning. Because, you know, I, I really do think that the Democrats are convinced that this is a good idea in large part because Data for Progress told them so. Data for Progress is a Democratic polling firm, and they produce polling to affirm whatever the policy agenda is that the Democrats want. Um, this is Pete Buttigieg on TV this morning. Well, again, uh, how people actually experience the economy in their lives has a lot to do with whether they can afford to get through life. And for many people, uh, under a crushing burden of student debt, uh, they have not been able to. And uh, that's part of what this speaks to. It's also a balanced program. It's a tailored program paying special attention to Pell Grant recipients who are some of those uh, who have experienced proportionately uh, the most uh, harm from uh, from trying to keep up yeah. uh, with the weight of that debt. Uh, it's, it's got an income cap, so it's uh, targeted at, at lower and, and middle income borrowers. And uh, what I've seen is there's a range of, uh, uh, of analysis on it. But uh, from what I've seen, most economic observers do not think this is a major factor affecting the, the course of inflation. That's what he says, but wow, there were a whole lot of actual economists all over MSNBC saying they disagree. I can't wait to play that audio for you when we come back and to read you the editorial from the the left-leaning Washington Post. They're not happy about it, even though many of these people would benefit from the policy because they know how bad it's going to make things. Right now, though, I want to make your life better. You know, I tell you about the All-American Assortment you can get by going to OmahaSteaks.com and putting Eric in the search bar, E-R-I-C-K. So you can go to OmahaSteaks.com, put Eric, E-R-I-C-K, in the search bar, and you get the All-American Assortment, and you get some of the best of Omaha Steaks. You get the butcher cut fillets. You get uh, the chicken breasts, the pork chops, the gourmet jumbo franks, the caramel apple tartlets, and you get 12 burgers for free. But what if you want to build your own package at Omaha Steaks? You can do that, too and get the 12 burgers for free. You go to omahasteaks.com and you put Eric in the search bar. When you click the actual magnifying glass, you get over to the All-American Assortment. And if you scroll down, you'll see the Build Your Perfect menu. 
You get unbelievable savings with up to 48 options. You get to select, do you want the ribeyes or the fillets? Do you want the gourmet jumbo franks or the apple and gouda chicken sausages? Do you want the boneless chicken breasts or the boneless pork chops, the scalloped potatoes or the stuffed baked potatoes? You get all, oh, and you get the cheesecake sampler too, but you get 12 burgers for free. You pick what you want. And you get it delivered to you in time for Labor Day. Go to omahasteaks.com. Put Eric in the search bar today. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Real quick, while you're texting fight to 52886, if you text the word show to 33777, I know different text numbers, show to 33777, that bottom link is to my daily email where I can give you all of the information to stay informed and up to date on the student loan stuff. You, If you do the paid subscription, you get the uh, daily show notes email that comes out right when the show starts. And it's got all the articles I'm about to wade through. Um, all you do is text show to 33777. Click that bottom link. Uh, and you'll also be able to see, by the way, uh, the action alert email, so you can click the button there and go through to the action portal uh, on a website if you're at your desk or uh, on your cell phone, whichever you want. So text SHOW to 33777. Subscribe to that email. You get the morning stuff. The morning piece always goes out. You don't have to pay for it whatsoever. The stack of stuff that I send out for the show notes and the interviews, extra interviews and videos and podcasts I do, um, it's 7 bucks Now, these are the documents in the stack of stuff today that you need to pay attention to. I want you to understand something uh, very important here. There does appear to be a bit of a bounce for Democrats in enthusiasm because of the Dobbs decision getting rid of Roe v. Wade. The special election in New York saw an uptick in white college-educated voters who went because of that issue. In Kansas, a lot of voters showed up to defend abortion, although it was a muddied mess. The wording was terrible. But there were a lot of people who showed up, single-issue voters, who went for that. They didn't vote for any candidates, but they voted to preserve the right to kill children. We do live in a post-Christian society. You need to keep that in mind. But... This is important. Most of those Democrats who are fired up live in pre-existing Democratic states, in pre-existing Democratic areas, in urban enclaves around the coast. So while an issue like the student loan bailout may further inspire Democrats in New York to go vote Democrat, they were already going to go vote Democrat. This may hurt some Republicans in states that Biden won by a few percentage points or more. The Republicans may not pick up 30 seats. They may pick up 10 seats in the House, which is still enough to take the House. But I suspect that a number of states outside of those already progressive urban enclaves, this is going to hurt. This is going to hurt in the Rust Belt in Ohio. This is going to hurt a guy like Tim Ryan, the Nancy Pelosi voting Democrat who's cultivated an image as a moderate Democrat, it's going to hurt him. The white working class of Ohio is going to resent like hell that they are paying for the 
degrees of the Ivy League elite in Boston, Massachusetts. And you can tell he understands this. Maggie Hassan is the Democratic senator in New Hampshire. She's come out in favor of this policy. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Cortez Masto in Nevada has come out against it. Mark Kelly in Arizona is uncommittal. Raphael Warnock supports it. He endorsed it months ago, and now he's publicly noncommittal. Tells you what you need to know. Here is the headline in Axios, Democrats student loan backlash. Democrats running in battleground Senate and House races panned President Biden's student loan relief plan within hours of its release, a sign of fears it could alienate swing voters. Biden hopes to energize younger voters with a student loan forgiveness plan, but there's a risk it'll give Republicans fuel. Tim Ryan, the Democrats' Ohio Senate nominee, was critical He said, quote, waiving debt for those already on a trajectory to financial security sends the wrong message to millions of Ohioans without a degree working just as hard to make ends meet. Catherine Cortez Masso in Nevada, one of the most vulnerable Democrats, said, quote, I don't agree with today's executive action because it doesn't address the root problems that make college unaffordable. Chris Pappas In a swing district in New Hampshire, Biden carried by six points said, quote, this announcement by President Biden in no way uh, is no way to make policy and sidesteps Congress and our oversight and fiscal responsibilities. Any plan to address student debt should go through the legislative process. Colorado Senator Michael Bennett. In a state, Biden won by 13 points said relief should be more targeted and is not happy. In progressive areas, Democrats are happy. In swing areas, they're not. Larry Summers, the man who helped shape the Inflation Reduction Act, tweeted this. I hope the administration does not contribute to inflation macroeconomically by offering unreasonably generous student loan relief or microeconomically by encouraging college tuition increases. Last year, he predicted that Biden's COVID plan would predict or cause inflation. Majorities of Gen Zers and younger millennials disapprove of the president's performance, even as they tend to vote Democrat. This probably isn't going to help them. That's the Democratic reaction. The Democrats are not happy about this. The media is not happy. The New York Times editorial board is silent today so far. But the Washington Post left-leaning editorial board is not. This is the headline of their editorial. Biden's student loan announcement is a regressive, expensive mistake. Under progressive pressure to force grandiose policy changes, President Biden has generally embraced sensible reforms over flashy gimmicks. But his Wednesday student loan announcement did just the opposite. After weeks of anticipation, Mr. Biden announced he will extend the pause on student loan payments until the end of the year. He will also forgive up to $10,000 for those making less than $125,000 a year and up to $20,000 for Pell Grant recipients under that income threshold. Both measures are ill-conceived and misdirected. The loan pause, which President Trump instituted in March 2020, was an emergency measure at a time when people were struggling to find jobs or had to remain home during the pandemic. The situation is very different today. 
The unemployment rate for people with bachelor's degrees and higher is just 2%. It's hard to make the case that college graduates are still facing an unprecedented crisis. The loan forgiveness decision is even worse. Widely canceling student loan debt is regressive. It takes money from the broader tax base, mostly made up of workers who did not go to college, to subsidize the education debt of people with valuable degrees. Though Mr. Biden's plan includes an income tax cap, the threshold does not reflect need or earnings potential, meaning white-collar professionals with high future salaries stand to benefit. Student loans, more so, are a poor proxy for household income. An analysis by policy researcher Jason Delisle found that in 2016, students from high-income and low-income families were just as likely to take on debt for their first year in an undergraduate program, and students from high-income families borrowed the largest amounts. His plan is also expensive and likely inflationary. That's the Washington Post editorial board. The Washington Post editorial board. Now, uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre has been in the witness protection program. No one has seen her for a while, and no one has really cared. Now she's back and reconfirms she's an idiot. Here she is, engaged with Peter Ducey. The way we see it is a number of independent experts from Moody's analysts uh, to the Economic Policy Institute agree that restarting student loan payments around the same time we provide targeted relief will not have any meaningful effect on inflation. That's because collecting more payments by ending the moratorium will mean borrows will pull back on spending in other areas. It will have a deflationary effect. That's the way uh, that experts have seen this uh, as well. This will more than outweigh any limited positive wealth effect of targeted debt cancellation. That's why the Economic Policy Institute has said that that claim that canceling debt is inflationary is profoundly off base. And the Roosevelt Institute has even has gone even further uh, to say that a deal that cancels student debt and restarted payments would reduce inflation. Right, right. Now, listen to this exchange. This is the one that really caught a lot of buzz yesterday. Peter Ducey asking who's going to pay for this. Here's what we have done. Here's what you're what, talking here's, a lot about how much it might cost, it might not cost. Who is paying for this? What we are saying is the, the work that this administration has done, the work that the Democrats in Congress has done, is actually there. And you see that the $1.7 trillion uh, deficit, in deficit uh, deduction that you see is is going to benefit us in being able to do something for the middle class, to do something just... for the middle class. But when you this is about doing something for people who make less than $125,000, $1.7 trillion. That's what we've been able to do. But when you forgive debt, you're not just disappearing debt. So but, who is paying for but, this? And then I'll give you the second part. We lifted the pause, right? We're going to lift the pause uh, at the end of this year, which is going to matter, right? Which is going to offset uh, a lot of what, what we're doing as well. Uh, when you think about the, the $4 billion that are going, that's going to go back uh, into as, as revenue back into uh, this process of folks uh, paying, paying, right, their college tuition, that matters as well. So Oh, my gosh. She can't really actually answer the question. So Ross Sorkin, 
He's on CNBC. He's the young anchor on CNBC who is decidedly of the left. Listen to this conversation on Morning Joe with him. Well, look, I think there's two sides to it. There's no question if you are a beneficiary of it, it is a very, very good thing. Having said that, in the context of inflation, I also think that there's there's no way to look at this and say it is not going to uh, make things harder for the Federal Reserve and for government to try to bring down inflation. That is just the reality of this decision. The question is a philosophical one to some degree. Uh, it's a legal one to some degree. You know, having covered the uh, 2008 financial crisis, we had bailouts in this country, huge bailouts of big corporations. It caused all sorts of unique politics to develop, including the Tea Party. Uh, lots of folks who got very upset uh, that certain people were getting helped over other people, if you recall. We then had the same thing happen all over again in the context of the pandemic and how money was allotted. We just had stories in the past couple of days about celebrities that got PPP money and benefited in certain ways. And so here we are with another, I don't want to say handout, but we've decided to incentivize or to provide benefits to certain people over others. And invariably, the result of that, beyond the economic result, is that we are going to have an additional political fight in this country that I think is just beginning today. Yeah. Now, Steve Ratner, who was Obama's auto czar, who helped bail out the auto industry, listen to him also on MSNBC. You know, Mike, one of the ironies of this whole college tuition issue is that college tuitions, as everyone here has pointed out, have gone up very fast, faster than inflation, taking a higher share of family incomes for a very long time. But yet, ironically, people see value in that and they're willing to they've been willing to pay for it. If you look at applications to private education in particular, Ivy League schools and so forth, which charge the highest tuitions, those applications hit record numbers pretty much every year. They've escalated at an enormous rate. And so people see value in this, and therefore the schools feel that they can raise their services, raise their tuition, and that that's what people want. And uh, I think it is an important point to recognize that this program or programs like this do uh, do uh, encourage, in, in effect, more raising of tuition because you're subsidizing the students. But other than other than the government coming in and somehow controlling college tuition, which I'm not sure any of us, at least I would not particularly be in favor of, um, this is what happens. Yeah, I got some more audio from him as well. And, and even MSNBC noting that Nancy Pelosi just a while back said Biden had no authority to do this. This isn't going to go the way the Democrats think it's going to go. And I want you to make sure you call your members of Congress and let your voice be heard. Make sure they know you're mad about this because the Democrats have been told by Democratic pollsters that you are going to love this. So text the word fight to 52886 and tell them you're not. Uh, Let's see, Rachel, Diane, Joe, William, John, Katie, Chuck, Judy, Mary, Marilyn, Michael, Deborah, Melanie, Brooke, Karen, Barbara, David, you've all taken action here in just the last couple of minutes while uh, you're listening to me. Thank you. The rest of you, text the word FIGHT to 52886. Make sure Congress hears from you. One of the great companies that's helping with these sorts of causes is called Patriot Mobile. And they give to the conservative movement, and they give to fight things like this, bad policies like this. 
They share your values. They're Christians and conservatives. They want your business. And if you take your business to them, it grows their profits. And in their profits, they didn't give a portion to the conservative cause. It's a great way to amplify your dollars as a conservative activist. You go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric, patriotmobile.com slash E-R-I-C-K. You can also call them at 972-PATRIOT. They have 100% U.S.-based customer service. They give you great discounts. If you call them at 972-PATRIOT, make sure they know I sent you. You'll get free activation or just go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric. Here's the thing. You get guaranteed great service with them. So you're going to get great service. If you don't believe me, go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric. Look at their coverage map. Shows you their detailed coverage down to your house. 5G data voice shows you the strength of the signal, all that. Patriotmobile.com slash Eric or 972 Patriot. Wait, what is this? There's some news that's just hitting the wire here. Let me pull up the story. Uh, it's Fox News just hit the wire. Stacey Abrams-linked group took almost $500,000 from taxpayer-backed COVID fund as donations swelled by $20 million. A Georgia-based voter registration nonprofit founded by Stacey Abrams received $500,000 in COVID-19 bailout cash during a year its donations swelled by tens of millions of dollars, according to tax forms. The New Georgia Project, which Abrams founded in 2014, got a $482,000 PPP loan in May 2020 as part of the first round of bailouts intended to help financially strapped small businesses retain employees. The loan says it went to 95 jobs, but a Fox News digital review of the New Georgia Project's tax documents showed that the left-wing voter registration group was far from struggling and finished that year with its best financial shape since its inception. According to the New Georgia Project's 2020 tax forms, which weren't publicly available at the time of the loan, the nonprofit received the COVID-19 cash amid garnering $24.5 million in contributions and grants. Its 2020 donations were nearly $23 million more than the $1.6 million the group received in 2019. She's been using it as a backdoor to fund her political campaign in Georgia against Brian Kemp, and she took $482,000 to fund payroll while getting $24.5 million from donors that year, depriving actual small businesses who could have used the money. Remember all the small businesses that couldn't get any money because of big businesses like Ruth's Chris Steakhouse and Stacey Abrams Group, too? Think about it. If your business tried and couldn't get money, she was getting money. Now, when we come back, uh, the commissioner of insurance in Georgia is going to join me. It's not a Georgia segment, so don't don't freak out on me and say, oh, you talk about Georgia. He's in the military. He's a brigadier general, and he's a little bit furious that Joe Biden has decided to use the HEROES Act written to help student soldiers go off to war in 2003 as the way to fund this student loan bailout for Ivy League lawyers who never went to war. You know, there is a way to get the government to pay for your college in this country is to go serve the military. These people don't want to do that. They want to bail out on the backs of soldiers.